Welcome to Timeless Devotions with Classic Christianity. My sister and I would like to share a treasure we found in our mother's attic, our grandfather's writings. For over 50 years, Papa was internationally known as the preacher of the timeless Word of God. Please join us now for a five-minute devotional taken from the books, Classic Christianity, A Year of Timeless Devotions, based on the writings of the Reverend L.A. Mead. Our devotion today is entitled, The Anger of Man, and our key verse is Numbers 22, 27. And when the donkey saw the angel of the Lord, she lay down under Balaam. So Balaam's anger was aroused, and he struck the donkey with his staff. Anger is common, yet it is also potentially dangerous. It blasts the flower of friendship, destroys peace and concord in the home, incites to crime and violence, and turns love and affection to hatred. Truly, the wrath of man does not accomplish the righteousness of God. The Bible, like a great mirror, shows by personal illustration and explanation how anger brings havoc to human life. The first angry man to appear in the pages of the Bible was Cain, who became the first murderer. Christ warned men against being angry with their brother, and the reason is evident in Cain's life. Anger opens the way for crime and violence. This is how anger works, first in the heart, then in the face, and finally in the deed. The folly of anger is also illustrated in the life of the prophet Balaam, one of the most gifted and eloquent men in the Old Testament. As the angel of the Lord stood blocking his path, protecting him from speaking against God's will, Balaam became enraged at his terrified donkey and fell to beating it with his staff. The donkey, first seeing the angel with drawn sword and then being beaten by its master, thrust itself against the wall, crushing Balaam's foot. What a picture of a man venting his temper upon brute creation because he was confronted by adverse circumstances. As with most cases of anger, the donkey was not the real problem. The angel of the Lord was there to rebuke Balaam and judge him. Balaam should have been angry with himself, for he was the source of his own trouble and sorrow. Flares of anger are always followed by remorse, but too often, remorse is too late to save relationships, reputation, and respect. What then is our remedy? Grievous words stir up strife, but a soft answer turns away wrath. The remedy is to not allow the anger of another to be contagious in our own life. When a man is angry, a wise friend can do a great service by using a kindly answer or no reply at all, saving a quarrel. Further, we must stop excusing our own angry outbursts. You don't just have a bad temper, beloved. You have a recurring sin. Instead, earnestly endeavor to conquer your anger. Cultivate patience by consciously stopping the hurtful words. Pray for his strength to set a new path, a new habit of response. Best of all, yield your own will to the keeping power of the one who said, To whom you yield, that one's servant you are. Anger is not the fruit of the new man, but the old nature. We are called upon by Paul, Do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey its lusts, but yield yourselves to God. Thus the apostle said, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Do not give place in your life to anger. Allow Christ to so control your thoughts, words, and actions that, as your counselor and friend, His presence will give the needed strength for victory over your tempter and your temper. 
Dearest Father, I confess that sometimes I allow anger against my fellow man to intrude into my mind and reside in my heart. Even if the angry words do not actually leave my lips, there are times when I harbor that feeling in my heart. Please forgive me. I yield control of my anger to you, Lord, and ask that you help me resist the tempter in this area. Amen. We hope you will visit us online at www.classicchristianity.net. If your goals include spending time with the Lord each day, we can help. Thank you for joining us for Timeless Devotions with Classic Christianity.